Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Monday, October 3rd, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey coach, thanks for taking the time today. We will begin first with Dave Zangaro and then Ruben Frank. Hey Nick, good afternoon. What's um, up Dave? I have a, what's up? I have a, a list of injured guys here, if you can give an update for some of them. Uh, Jake Elliott, Jordan Mailata, Darius Slay, Isaac Samalu, Avante Maddox. We will let you know it, or we, on Wednesday. All right, so we're still sorting through some things there as far as uh, getting with the trainers, letting them get some rehab, and we will let you. We'll give you. We'll give you more information on Wednesday. Are any of them significant at this point? We think that everybody has a chance to chance to play this weekend. Um, but you know, I don't want to come out and say that quite yet, just in case we you know some things happen. But we do believe uh, everybody has a chance to play this weekend. Rube and then Tim McManus. Hey, Nick, uh, I think you touched on this after the game, but um, for the guys like Driscoll and Josiah Scott, Zach McPherson, those guys don't know when they're going to be playing, if they're going to be playing in some cases, where they're going to be playing. Uh, what goes into that mentally, just being ready, um, you know, when your number is called? And how how challenging is that for, especially for a young guy to, to always be ready, not knowing if he's going to play or not? Yeah, I think that is definitely a challenge that, that they got to come in every single day uh, understanding that they're one snap away from being a starter, right? And they know that we, you know, we use a lot of different guys, you know, whether you're contributing on special teams, that all 53 guys and, and the guys on sp- uh, practice squad as well are vital to to winning football games. So they know they got to prep like just like the starter does, knowing that they're one play away. And I just have a, a lot of – I can't give enough credit to – you know, the, the guys that you just mentioned, you know, um, as far you know, Zach and, uh, you know, Andre and, <clears throat> excuse me, and Jack and Sua, you know, all those guys that had in Josiah that came in and, and filled a role and uh, being ready to play. So that's just a tribute to them that, you know, when they do get reps, they, they take, they, they make the most of it. A credit to their coaches for preparing them uh, to play as well, um, and that and and it's it's you know unfortunately it's a long year in the sense of guys get injured and got and you're gonna have to have you're gonna have to have depth and so you know we're our, we're doing our best to coach everybody uh, you know hard and uh, get them ready to go and and I know we got the the right guys on this team that if they're not a starter they're they know their role right and they know their role and and they're contributing on special teams and they know they're one uh you know one play away from going in and those guys did a nice job on uh, uh, last night but yesterday during the game Tim and then Chris Franklin Hey Nick on the uh, contingency plan front um are you guys going to bring in a, a kicker just in case Elliot can't go this week and then uh, with Andre Dillard, what's your understanding for how close he is to re- a return? You know, obviously we'll obviously we will not ever leave a stone unturned, and uh, we'll be ready in the case that that Jake uh, isn't able to play again. Like I said, we're hopeful that that he will, but you know, we'll be ready if he doesn't. So you know, you can take that. You know how how you need to take that. So we we will be ready though. Um, 
And then as far as Andre, again, don't have to do anything quite yet. Still still working through some things. We'll get you guys more injury reports on on uh, Wednesday. Um, but he, you know, he's he's doing he's really attacking his rehab. And I don't you know how I am. I don't like to put a timetable on anything, but he's doing a great job. Trainers are doing a great job of of uh, working with him. He's doing a great job of of working like crazy to get back, and he's attacking his rehab uh, with everything he's got. Thank you. Chris, and then Jeff McLean. Good afternoon, Nick. Uh, you guys usually convert third downs at about a clip of like 40% a game, but yesterday it's around 26, 27. But conversely, you guys had a lot of success on fourth downs. What were the Jags doing to stop you guys on third down, and what gave you the confidence to go for in a fourth down as much as you did? Um, as far as – first of all, I think that defense is really well coached, and I think they got some really good players, um, some really good players on that on that defense. So – and when they're stopping us, you know, as as we all know, they get paid too, and and that's a and that's a top notch defense that's shown that showed through three weeks that they were a top notch defense. Um, obviously, we'll never use weather as a as a a reason or anything like that because I think our guys did a really good job playing in the elements. Um, but that you know, it is going to affect you know where we as uh, high of a passing team as we were in the past uh, or in the last three weeks? No, I mean, the elements are going to change and dictate different things. And some other things times, Chris, too, is you know in a situation, you know you're going for it and you and you don't – and you say, hey, it's third and six, let's get a couple yards here and try to bust one out here and then let's see what happens after that, uh, knowing that you're, you're comfortable uh, making that call. And as far as – the very first thing of why um, we go for it on fourth down, um, or why it went for it on fourth down yesterday, is I just I trust our guys. Uh, and who do you trust, right? I trust Jalen to make the right decisions with the football. I trust Jalen if it's a pass. I trust Jalen that if it's a run that he creates an extra gap for the defense. And I trust our the heck out of our offensive line. And I trust our guys on the perimeter to make a play with the with the football in their hands. Uh, I trust our defense if we don't get it that they're going to get a stop. So um, that's a big that's a big part of it. And I think the mo- the first guy you heard the first guy I mentioned, right? I trust Jalen. I trust Jalen. I trust Jalen, right? To to because that he's going to be touching the ball every single time, um, and so. But as far as the we we do a lot of work that that goes into it into you know w- you know the four down things that we're doing what we're going to do on third down what we would do on fourth down, and so you know you know we a lot of you know myself Kevin Petullo Shane. Uh, Brian Johnson, I know that's that's the guys that we're we're sitting in there a lot talking about you know third and fourth downs, uh, you know Jason Michaels in there as well and and Aaron Moorhead, um, but we're sitting there and we're talking a lot about that and so when you when you spend a lot of time talking a lot about it and you got a plan you understand you know what what the mode is you have conviction right and so that always starts with the trust in the players and then it goes down to our preparation of how we do that and so you're convicted that you're you know i think sometimes what you see is that there is that there is a there's a lack of i don't want to say a lack of conviction but it's like hey what are we going to do in this moment i think we've already talked about a lot of those things um, of what we're going to do in that moment uh and so you know i learned a lot of that from frank uh he was great great at planning that and uh you know and so uh again i you know everything that that i feel like the that I'm doing is I got it from somebody else. All right, a good coach that I've been around in the past. Jeff McLean and then Zach Berman. We'll go to Zach Berman. No, he's just muted. He's muted. Let's go ahead, Jeff. 
we watched the uh, the two Jalen Hurts runs on third and sixteen, or third, you know, third and goal at sixteen, and the fourth down. Um, what did the coach think of this? What did the coach think of those runs? And then what did the uh, what did the uh, offensive uh, schemer think of of those runs? Say that. What did I think about it? And what did myself and Shane think about it? Well, no, no, no. What did you think of it as just like in terms of a head coach? And what do you think of it you know, as, as an offensive, uh, you know, master? You know, if you uh, he he. I, I I know that there's. Again, you don't want Jalen taking big hits at any time, right? You know, it's a long season, and you want him to be healthy. But and and he, but he just he does understand how to take care of himself in those scenarios. Now he got popped pretty good on that uh, on the touchdown one, uh, but I do believe that you know again it goes into trust with Jalen. I know he believe I know he knows, excuse me, how to take care of himself, um, and and not take you know. And there's part of it is taking care of yourself, but another part of it is he knows how to get. He can get wiggly and not and not take the hits that other guys are going to take, and so um, don't ever want him to get hit. To be quite honest with you, but you know, obviously we were high fiving and going nuts that um, you know we we that we were in a we were in a big hole there, uh, and Jalen dug us out of it. Zach, and then uh, Martin Frank. Hey, good afternoon, Nick. If I can bring you back about four plays before that, the uh, penalty. What did you think of the call on Dallas and what's the learning point or the teaching point from that play? Yeah, that that's a good question, Zach. I think if I get too much into that, I'm giving a little bit too much away. And I and I would love to give you guys uh every I, I'm try I try, you guys know I try to give you guys as much as I possibly can without giving it a competitive advantage. And I want to give the fans everything they can that I can without getting a competitive advantage. So I, I what I would say there is I'll never question the you know all this too. I mean, you guys have heard how I talk about. I know sometimes you guys disagree when I when you ask me about a refereeing decision. I say you know they got. A, what am I going to say? You guys know what I'm going to say. They got a hard job and they got it right. All right, and so I'll always say that. Um, and and it was that I thought you know hey I thought they made the right call there. I really I actually really did there. Uh, I thought they made the right call. As far as the coaching point. Um, on that play, um, I, I I take full responsibility for that um, for that play right there. Um, there was a slight uh, timing issue on it, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna take responsibility for that. Um, we'll coach it up and and get it the way we need to. Um, but you know, with with what happened on that particular play, again, I don't think it. I don't want to give too much information away. I, I just think I need to do a better job of coaching that. Um, first and foremost, and and we'll get better at that at that play because of that. If I can ask a quick follow up to that on sure. on that ruling, Dallas can't engage until the ball leaves the hands or the ball crosses the line of scrimmage. Uh, which one? Which one? when the ball leaves the hands. Okay. Now college rule, Zach, is it? Does, I think something with the college rule is it's about the line of scrimmage. Um, I think. Um, and the only reason I know that is because I, I get some information from my brother uh, and, and plays that he runs, and we diagram plays back and forth with each other. But what's when it, it's when it leaves the hands. Thanks. Martin and then Josh Tolentino. Hey, Nick. Um, I was actually curious. I mean, obviously you guys have quite a bit of depth on the offensive line. But when um, Isaac went out, I was wondering um, just how, you know, the decision there to, to put in Sua as opposed to like Cam Jurgens and how close 
Cam Jurgens might be to being able to play. Sure. Yeah. Know, good question. Soon. Yeah. Good question, Martin. Um, you know, Cam, Cam spending a ton of his time, you know, a ton of his time uh, learning with with Jason and with Stout as far as his the center position. You know, and that that doesn't mean that he's not getting some cross training at guard. He definitely is. Uh, Sue has played a lot of good football for us at guard. You know, he played. Sue started in a playoff game uh, at guard for us. Sue has been, Sue has uh, been on that wall in the in the uh, indoor as far as being parts of players of the game. So we got a lot of faith in both of them. Um, and just right now at, the, at this particular time, you know, Sue is the next man up at, at the guard position. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, you, you do that because of the, the, the amount of reps, the amount of time that the guys are getting at, at the certain spots. And that's just what we feel best about it at this particular time. Josh and then Les Bowen. Hey, Nick, good afternoon. Um, hey, given the, uh, opponent, given the, uh, opponent this week, I was just, uh, wondering if you had any favorite memories, uh, with Zach Ertz. And when you think about his, uh, time here, specifically since you got here, uh, how he put Dallas Goddard in a, a good position to to lead the room uh, upon you know you guys trading him. Yeah, I think you know I think the the I mean the play that Zach made. I, I know I wasn't here for it, but I definitely have seen the Super Bowl play on the slant and and was it was it fourth down or was it third down? I, I that I don't know, but I always I always think so highly of that play of what he did in a one on one coverage against the Patriots. Um, you know, on that on that slant that falls through uh, that falls through him. Um, but I always thought Zach, um, you know, Zach's a really classy guy. Uh, he works his butt off, um, and and so my memories of Zach, right? My memories mostly of Zach is is the 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 hard work he put in every single day to be at his best. Um, I thought that you know you you saw that every day at practice. You saw that every day on, at a game that he worked his butt off to, you know, to maximize his 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 potential. And he's got and, and obviously he's still playing at a very high level. Um, and you know when guys work like that, um, that's contagious, and, and other guys see it. And uh, you know obviously uh, Dallas was able to see that. Again, I was only with the, the two of them for about five five months. But I know that you know Dallas obviously saw the great playmaking ability that that Zach has made in the past, and how he's an you know how Zach's an all-time eagle, and and I think you know Dallas sees the, saw the way he you know you guys can ask Dallas, um, but I think you know naturally I saw you know the way Zach worked, and uh, you know Zach worked his butt off, and he's I'm sure he still works his butt off, and that's why he's still playing at a high level. A lot of respect for Zach Ertz. Less and then John McMullen. Hi, Nick. Um, there were probably a lot of moments yesterday that you could look at as kind of pivotal moments, but one that really stuck with me was James Bradbury leaping to make that interception uh, down and near the goal line. You were only up six points at the time. Uh, how relieved were you to see him do that? And it just it strikes me that he's been such an incredible addition to come along so late. It wasn't you know, it wasn't part of your free agent plan back during the winter. He just kind of kind of fell in your lap, really, and it seems to have been a pretty important uh, addition. Yeah, James is a, is a very important addition. And, uh, you know, I, I, I try to make sure I tell him once or once or twice a month or once every other week how happy I am that he's here. And uh, I know I definitely said that to him yesterday when, uh, you know, I think in the locker room afterwards. And, uh, 
that was an unbelievable catch and an unbelievable play by him that he made that play on that. Um, there was a lot that went into that play and just, you know, kind of talking through it with the defense and watching it on tape of, you know, it was a big-time play. And, and, and then on top of that, um, you know, the, the intelligence of the play that he made, the sheer athleticism that he made on that play as well. Like, that ball, I, that yesterday's game was some of the, the toughest conditions um, that I've been a part of in the NFL. I, I can only think of one, maybe maybe one game that was comparable to how nasty it was in there. And, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't particularly cold, but that wind was blowing, the rain was going, and he made a p- type of catch you would expect a wideout to make, right? Um, yeah. He dove for the ball. You know, and and he dove for a ball, and then he did a really good job of getting to his back, right? And so that's something that you yeah. teach the receivers that you catch it, right? And then don't let the ball, you know, hit the ground, right? Don't let yourself hit the ground there. Get to your back and protect the ball. It happened in a game yesterday, and I'm not going to – I know exactly what game it happened in. You guys can figure it out yourself. But it happened to a receiver in the game yesterday where he caught a ball, um, and he hit the ground, and the ball popped out, and they took away a big catch from him. And and I just thought that was unbelievable by James to get to his back and play with that type of technique and, and fundamental. Um, and like I said, the the football IQ of it was was outstanding. And so so happy that he's here, you know, and uh, you know so happy that he's an eagle. And it was pretty, it's and it's pretty cool, like how you know how we added him late in the, you know, sometimes it's not, you know, it's it, like we like we say, like I think. Early on in free agency, it was like they only got Hassan Reddick. What uh, what's going on, right? I think that was the sentiment. Like, hey, if we would only get, the way Hassan's been playing, if we would only got Hassan Reddick, uh, that would have been pretty good too. But you know, things you know, thing you got to let things progress. And how he did a great job of that of just letting things progress and and look at the look at some of the pieces we got. Um, you know, from from going that, I'll, I'll try to re- if that happens next year, I'll try to remind everybody about that. Like, so. Hey, real quick, uh, if I understood his explanation correctly, he came off of his man, saw the guy running the wheel route underneath, and and correctly figured out that's where the ball was going. Is that was that your understanding? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, sometimes just you know, a lot of times players just make unbelievable plays, and it's a player's game, and uh, they make unbelievable plays, and uh, and that was a, that was an unbelievable play. I mean, really, he's he's had some he's had some big ones for us uh, this year so far. Thank you. Thanks a lot. We have time for one more, so we'll end it here with John McMullen. Uh, hi, Nick. Um, kind of going back to your uh, fourth down answer, you trust Jalen, you trust Jalen. Um, curious how much that's John. evolved. Yeah, three times, sorry. Uh, how, how much has that evolved this year? Like if we were going back to last year, would you be the same guy? Uh, obviously, he's playing at such a high level, so I'm curious. How much more do you trust Jalen right now? Sure, I think you just you, the trust trust grows as your relationship grows, as your as your reps with each other grow. I mean, and that's just I think that's like any relationship, right? Your trust um, grows based off of past experiences, right? And like I think I said this to somebody earlier today, like it's not just a it's not just a blind trust. It's not a blind faith. It's it's reps built up, and you and you know it's built up. It's built up trust, and so 
you know that you know obviously right and if when i say it like that it is it's built up over the year it's built up over the the past year because he just continues to put himself you know make the plays necessary uh when they need to be made and so does that mean we're going to be 100 percent in those scenarios no we weren't we were what 60 percent yesterday right and so you're not but you still we still have that trust in them and of course that that is built um you know through through practice that's built you know through the reps you have at practice that's built through the reps you've had together and games and that's built through the the conversations that you have um throughout the week and throughout the months and throughout the the years that you have together for more eagles news and exclusive interviews be sure to subscribe to all of our eagles original podcasts including eagles update eagles insider and eagle eye in the sky